Welcome to Rama for Today. In my name, they shall cast out devils. Thank God we've got power and authority over the devil in the name of Jesus. In my name, they'll speak with new tongues. You know, we've all got a right to speak with tongues. Every believer ought to be talking with tongues. You know, you can do it in Jesus' name. In my name, they shall take up serpents. Now, that doesn't mean that that you're going to take up serpents and handle them to try to prove something. That means if you're accidentally bit, that you can just shake it off, bless God, and claim immunity in the name of Jesus. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Prayer Series, Volume 6, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, Jesus gave us the power of attorney, or that just simply means the right to use his name. We have a right to use that name, the name of Jesus. Now, not only in prayer, but in dealing with the devil. See, he said here, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. And Jesus said also, in my name, they, believers, shall cast out devils or demons. And actually, the, one of the best ways in the world for you to deal sometimes, and I, I, I told about how I dealt with my folks. Now, I, I certainly realize that we need to witness to people because the Word of God teaches witnessing. But now sometimes in dealing with your own folks or people, your kin folks, it, it's most difficult because they don't want to listen to you, you know, because if they listen to you, well, they'll have to admit you no more than they do sometimes, you know, or they followed you, and they don't want to admit that. There's a little family pride somewhere or other involved, and sometimes it's a whole lot better to let someone else witness to your own folks than it is you trying to tell them something. Are you hearing me? Now, that's true. Well, now, I, I, I certainly, I, I want you to get that record straight now that I certainly believe in witnessing, but now I... Uh, I was saved on the bed of affliction, then began my ministry and as young Baptist boy preacher, and then I received the Holy Ghost, baptism in the Holy Ghost, speaking other tongues. Well, now, my folks, I'll be honest with you, they felt like I'd sort of disgraced the whole family by getting in with these tongue talkers. Because, you know, way back there in 1937, you know, they, uh, they, uh, there's more reproach, I think, to speak the tongues then than there is now. And it's bad enough now in some quarters. But uh, that, that they just felt like, you see, that I had disgraced the whole family. And their name, you know. Folks get very proud of their name, you know, and their family. And uh, I tell folks sometimes, some people are always bragging about the family tree. And maybe it all they ever produced is just a bunch of nuts. But they're, they're bragging about the family tree. And... Uh, so I never said one word to my family, and my immediate family particularly. I never said one word. I never even invited one of them to go to church with me. I don't mean now that you shouldn't. But I just some way or another had the, the sense in my spirit and believed that if I had just lived right, and if I would, uh, would uh, prove from uh, not trying to push something off on someone, the reality of this, that they'd follow me, and every single one of them followed me in. I said that my mother on down there, every brother, all both my brothers and my sister, every single one of them followed me in. 
and my nephews and nieces, they've, they've all followed me in. And I never even asked one of them, maybe occasionally one or two, you know, in recent times go to church with me. Never, never, never even mentioned, never mentioned a thing to them. And then not only that, but folks on the, beyond my immediate family, they, uh, they, uh, they could see the difference. I remember my aunt. Now, she had never, uh, she held out the longest. She just felt like, you know, that I just really disgraced her. My mother's youngest sister. She just felt like, you know, this just really disgraced her because she is a great church worker. I didn't say a Christian. I said church worker. There's a difference, you know. And she felt like I just really disgraced her. But uh, in more recent time, well, uh, 1949, 1950, for actually the first time, I guess, in 1950, she came to visit in our home. And... Uh, I wasn't there. I was gone on the field, evangelistic work, but my mother, my wife, of course, was there. And then she said to my mother, my youngest aunt said to my mother, you know, she said, I, I, and she just kept coming back, visiting my wife and children. She said, there's just a difference in that home. I'll tell you, she said, I just get a spiritual blessing. She had lost her husband, you see, he died. And, and she said, I just, I'm just, just comforted and blessed, but just going there. She said, there's a peace, there's a tranquility, there's a, there's something there. And uh, she said, you know, we, I felt like Kenneth sort of disgraced us, but said, I believe he made the right move. I'm going to start going to Assembly of God Church. And she did. Praise God. Amen. And she said, not only that, but now, you know, I've watched something over the years now. His children are never sick. Now, other children in the family, some of the rest of them, you know, some of the her brothers, she had no children herself, but her brother... Uh, his children and his children's children. Uh, and she said he's never had, they never have any illness. Very seldom even have a cold, but nothing any more serious than that. And, and others have serious illnesses. And she said there's just a difference. Oh, praise God. You know, when she said that, I thought of the scripture. Uh, Paul wrote to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4, 8. And he said, uh, for bodily exercise profit a little, but godliness is profitable unto all things. Amen. Profitable. If anything's profitable, pays off, don't it? Godliness pays off. It's profitable unto all things. Now listen, having promise of the life that now is. Yeah, it, 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 it pays off in this life and that which is to come. Now doubt about the 15th verse, Paul said to Timothy, meditate on these things. Give thyself wholly to them. Now listen. That thy profiting may appear unto all. That thy profiting may appear unto all. The thing that influenced her and started her to going to a full gospel church where she had never been and vowed that she never would go was the profiting that appeared to her. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. I've done it again. I'll preach myself happy. <laughs> in my name, they shall cast out devils. Thank God we've got power and authority over the devil in the name of Jesus. In my name, they'll speak with new tongues. You know, we've all got a right to speak with tongues. Every believer ought to be talking with tongues. You know, you can do it in Jesus' name. In my name, they shall take up serpents. Now, that doesn't mean that that you're going to take up serpents and handle them to try to prove something. That means if you're accidentally bit, that you can just shake it off, bless God, and claim immunity in the name of Jesus. 
Now, that's not extreme, brother. That's not extreme teaching. It's in there. Now, Paul, you know, was uh, when he, he shipwrecked on that island, he's picking up these sticks, you know, in order to build a fire, and a viper came out flashing on his hand. And those folks looked at him. They thought, well, now, he's done something terrible, you know, and, and looks like he's going to escape. Now, judgment's come on him, you know. He's going to fall dead here. And they watched him. He didn't swell up. He didn't get sick. He didn't fall dead. And they finally decided then, well, he must be a god or something. I remember reading in the pages of the Pentecostal Evangel years ago about one of, our, one of the, the Assemblies of God missionaries who was ministering in a foreign country, and there was a particular kind of a scorpion there in that country that was fatal. They had no antidote for the bite, I, I suppose they have nowadays, but they didn't in those days. And when it bit you, that's it. You've had it. You're dead. No one had ever known to, to live. And one of these bit this woman, missionary. Actually, she was right out on the street when the thing bit her. And uh, folks watched her. They expected her to uh, swell up and to die. Actually, in, in a few few moments' time, they'd start swelling. But she just shook the thing off in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And folks watched her. And she never even got sick in her stomach. Amen. And, and, and so they just wondered, you know, they, it made a marvelous impression on them, and many came as a result of it were saved. Well, I know down in East Texas, a minister friend of mine, I preached a couple of meetings for him at his church. He was pastor several years ago of a country church, and he and the some more fellows, in fact, several, two or three men who were sinners were with them, were out fishing. And they were in one of those rivers there in East Texas, and they were grappling, you know, fish in the water, you know, feeling up in the holes round, and so one of these cotton-mouth Mexicans bit him, passing on to him, see. And they're way out in the country. They scared these other fellows to death, you know, they, especially these two center men, you know. They wanted to get him in the hurry, and he said, you could never get me in anyway. He just shook the thing off in the name of Jesus and went right on about his fishing. And they watched him and never had any effect on him. Never had any effect on him. Praise God. Now, friends, this is not extreme. I'm talking about it's not extreme. It's, it's, it's biblical. And then it said, if they shall drink any deadly poison, it shall no wise hurt them. If they shall drink any deadly poison. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to drink something, just try to prove something. But that means if you accidentally did, that you have a right to claim immunity in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I heard uh, a number of years ago, the superintendent of the Assemblies of God in the Texas district relate this in my presence, well, a number of other ministers, that uh, the Texas district, that they, they had a convention one time in Corpus Christi, Texas, district convention. Now, now then, there's a North Texas and a South Texas district and a West Texas district. Well, then, in those days, it was a Texaco district. It was West Texas, New Mexico, and then North and South Texas, all one district. Well, they checked into the hotel, you see, and many of them were standing. Now, you'll have to remember that these, this was years ago. And, of course, these folks, uh, and in those days particularly, most Pentecostal preachers didn't have a lot of money. They weren't staying in this the best hotels. Most of them were staying at a hotel that was sort of a third rate. And this particular hotel in those days didn't have running water to the rooms. They had a pitcher of water there, you know, in a wash basin on a wash stand. And so... 
when they checked in, and there's this meeting over at a certain place where they actually had a tent up there, having the convention under it, and uh, they uh, they just uh, had their own meals together. I had a fellow that had a tent up that was a cook shack at home and, and dining hall. So uh, they began to gather out then to these grounds. Well, some of them uh, began to get sick. And after a while, 20 or 30 of them were desperately ill. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagen and Pastor Hagen and the rest of the Hagen family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagen's book entitled Understanding How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith, a Rama classic. Next is Kenneth Hagen's DVD entitled The Anointing Breaks the Chains. And finally, Kenneth E. Hagen's slimline book, Right and Wrong Thinking. All three resources are for the special price of $23.90. That's $7.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. For you in the Oklahoma City area, don't forget Northwest Expressway. 8921 Northwest Expressway. Bible Church, Oklahoma City. Come on out and be with us on Sunday. Enjoy the weekend and come and enjoy yes. Sunday night, Sunday morning on Sunday night at 6 p.m. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing message. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.